Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships, and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Hey everybody, James here, your RV Ninja at My RV Ninja, where we karate chop the BS out of the buying experience. Listen, I um, I thought today, uh, you know, I would spend a few minutes with you talking about something to think about before you buy your motorhome. I want to specialize today in motorhomes. Uh, um, just remind you that I actually spent, gosh, almost a decade selling motorhomes. Um, I got to work hand in hand with, of course, with a lot of the travel trailers uh, and fifth wheels uh, in my experience uh, and worked a lot of shows and, and worked very close with dealers and um, various other opportunities out there that I took advantage of in order to gain knowledge in the uh, towable segment. But um, a lot of my expertise came into the industry through the motor home division of a very large manufacturer. Let's just say it starts with a W. Um, and uh, part of my uh, part of my experience when I was when I was traveling up and down the East Coast, I would of course sell um, and and be directly responsible for tens to uh, in one case hundred million dollars or close to a hundred million dollars annually in sales to the uh, bottom line, or I should say, the better way to say it is just direct revenue producing position. Uh, so I got to sell, have an opportunity to sell a lot of motorhomes to a lot of big dealers and a lot of small dealers as well. And I learned a thing or two when it came to not only buying uh, an RV, whether it's a travel trailer or it's a motorhome, but also on what to look for uh, and some things to think about because they're not all built the same. And a lot of salespeople do not know uh, some of the information that I'm going to share with you. Uh, some people do and decide not to share it, <laughs> but uh, I am here to help you get the best deal possible on your next RV and uh, provide hopefully some good information and knowledge that will give you a, a, a leg up here when it comes to buying your next RV. So with that said, um, let me set up a little bit of uh, the background here as to, as to where I want to go with what to look for with your motorhome today, and I'll probably spend a little more time on travel trailers tomorrow, but with your motorhome, and again, you can apply this across the board in many respects. There are certain things on a motorhome you're not going to find on a travel trailer, like a windshield. Some of the, uh, that's interestingly enough, that's going to be one of the topics we'll discuss today, uh, but you know, the construction and the process and the amount of metal that goes in the front cap on a travel trailer, as opposed to uh, a lot of them that are out there that do not have that and vice versa with a motorhome. These are universal, I think, um, I started to say universal truths, but these are, these are universal facts of how a lot of the motorhomes are being made and travel trailers and that they're all not being uh, created equal. Um, so 
So uh, where I want to start now, back back again, where I was uh, traveling across the country and and selling motorhomes, you know, hundreds and thousands of motorhomes across my career. Um, when I would go in and train, I would usually train the salespeople on competitive advantages versus you know the uh, the our product versus the uh, competitors. But I realized something though in the process that. You know, a lot of the guys were focusing on and have good training on feature benefits. You know, what, what it is, the feature benefit training as they called it. Um, and what, it, what they would do is they would walk through and talk about all the different features and the benefit it would provide. My training emphasized uh, a little differently. It emphasized more the benefit first and then the feature. Um, and what I mean by that is it would be the so what question that I would try to answer, right? You can point out all these great different things on a travel trailer or a motorhome. And unless you're actually knowing, unless you actually know what the, the answer is to the so what question, um, what difference does it make, right? I used to always start out my training and say, hey, you guys ever heard about this guy that lived a long time ago called, you know, uh, Socrates? And of course, everyone's heard of Socrates. And said, you know, he he actually developed this method of arguing in a discussion where if you can agree, if you can get someone to agree with your point of view, uh, and and by nodding your head and by saying yes and agreeing with your point of view by basically giving these verbal cues, then um, they have a much better chance of of agreeing with your position when it comes time for that. Meaning. You know, as you are saying or you're teaching, or in this case, as I'm training on a motorhome, let's say, um, by the end of my training, the more that I can get you to say yes, uh, the more likelihood you are going to be to buy this motorhome from, from the salesperson. So um, that is actually what we know as the Socratic method. And the, the process that I would use, and I would say that although we don't necessarily define them in those terms, but the process that I would use is... Uh, in teaching salespeople, and one thing that you may have experienced as a retail buyer uh, when you go into a dealer or even with a private sale is that there is a lot of emphasis on the you know agreeing and agreeing and showing and 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 I think that that's healthy and I think that that's good because you can um, learn more and more about the different features and uh, hopefully the salesperson is pointing out a lot of really great things about the motorhome or the travel trailer. But the opposite side to that is that it can cause you, I think, to, um, I don't know, maybe the best way to say it is just become too agreeable in the sense that you just assume that everything that they're telling you is true and that you need it. Um, and that's just not the case. Uh, that, that would be a salesperson's dream is for you to agree with everything they say. They take, you, you take all their advice. You buy everything they throw in front of you. Uh, and that's what you do not want to do as a buyer uh, as a buyer, you want to go in there armed with all of the um, information and knowledge, knowing what you're looking for ahead of time. And of course, some of you know this, that I actually do this for a living on myrvbroker.com. Uh, you could find me there, but I, this is where I specialize. I come in and uh, customers will hire me at a very reasonable rate to go in, find, uh, help them determine what it is that they're looking for that's going to best suit their needs. Uh, go through a whole array of different things that I offer, including you know insurance, uh, finance, everything that I can provide with referrals there. And then because I know so many of the dealers across the country, I'm able to negotiate a better price than they could on their own. Um, but it all starts with the product. You know what the what product fits best for someone's needs. And in this case, as I'm talking to you, 
um, I would say that when you've determined what your needs are, um, I, you, you have to start at the beginning. So let's go back to my training. So when I, when I was training, one of the things that I would point out to the salespeople that I want to point out to you is the quality of the construction or the different types of construction, starting with the front cap. Um, now, back to the motorhome. When you're looking for a motorhome, and let's just use a Class A, doesn't matter, Class A gas, Class A diesel, uh, but let's say you're in the market for a Class A. One of the first things that you want to do as you're looking at, if you've narrowed it down to what you're looking for and you've got certain manufacturers in mind, I want you to check, particularly if it's used, I want you to check the windshield. Now, when I ask you to check the windshield, I'm not saying for you to go and check all, let's see if there's any chips in it. Yeah, that's important, but that's not what we're looking for here. What we're looking for is the application of the windshield itself, how it is applied to the front cap. Most of your less expensive Class A motorhomes will have a rummer, a rummer, <laughs> a rubber grommet or some sort of um, the rubber seal that they put in that basically pops that window right in there. This rubber piece goes around the windshield and it's, it's been molded, of course, to fit into the fiberglass. And the fiberglass walls at the front end near these windshields are really, really thick because there's no metal. There's no aluminum and there's no steel. And so they make this fiberglass really thick. And because of that, they can't apply like an automotive style application. They can't do the same on the front windshield to this motorhome because there's no metal to seal it to. Most of these uh, RV dealers that do apply and have metal up front, you know, what they'll do is they'll use a non-hardening urethane or silicone base that will not harden. Why? So that it doesn't crack and get too stiff. It'll move because this motorhome is moving but they'll be able to apply it directly to the metal. And that is super important for you, and I'm gonna tell you why. Not only does it look better, and not only does it hold up uh, better over time, but you run less of a risk of the windshield popping off. Um, we don't see these happen as much these days, but it certainly does happen. Um, when it comes to uh, the biggest feature that I would say the reason why you wanna look for the metal, and here's what I used to tell people, retail customers as well, I would say, look, open up the compartment where the engine is. This is on a Class A gas, let's say. You open that up there, you look up, and you start looking around, get your keys, get a quarter, start banging around, see, which, uh, see how many parts in there are metal. And you'll be very surprised. I mean, I used to joke and say, you know, there's some manufacturers out there that even have wood in their name. Uh, so much wood, and it used to get my goat every time I would show that because the wood wouldn't even be pressure treated, and that would really piss me off. <laughs> Sorry. But here's the reality. The more metal you have up front, uh, the more, yes, safety and protection you're going to have, the better it's going to look, the easier it is to maintain, to remove and put back on again. It's an automotive style, but here's the best reason why. It adds rigidity and strength to the front end of your motorhome. This means that it's going to be much quieter. So that's the biggest reason. For those of you who've never been or spent a lot of time driving in a Class A motorhome, a big bus-style motorhome, wind noise can be a real problem. And it all starts up front. So check out the windshield, see how it's applied. Uh, find out you know, what, what the actual uh, construction build process, open up the hood, look underneath there, see how much metal's in there, uh, and understand what you're buying. That's the key. 
Now, some of you may have a very strict budget where you cannot go beyond a certain price point. I get that. Uh, that is no problem. Just know that if you're buying one of these motorhomes that have those big rubber seals around the windshield, just know that the odds are it's going to be much louder when you're driving down the road and trying to carry on a conversation with your, uh, with your loved ones. It just makes it more difficult. The other thing, too, I always say as a second part to this is below the windshield, look at the framing and look at the front grille. Um, so many manufacturers, because it's cheap and it's easier to produce and they can pump them all out of there, um, and because there's no guidelines. Listen, I'm not a big government kind of guy, but the government regulates the, uh, regulates the RV industry uh, 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 about 15 minutes. There is very little regulation. The chassis is different story, right? When you look at automotive um, companies that are building chassis for the RV industry, like Ford, for example, they have a whole bunch of guidelines and regulations from testing, crashing, etc. When it comes to motorhomes, they just they don't have the same kind of rules and regulations. And so I'm saying that to say the application of the windshield, why it might be a requirement in the automotive industry to be put on a certain way to help what make sure that the windshields are going to provide protection for you in a case of a crash. They're not going to just blow up and shatter everywhere. Now, the windshields themselves, of course, are very similar to uh, the windshields on a, on a car. But uh, the application of how, how you put the windshields on, there's, there's, it's really up to the manufacturer. And then below that, the grill. I used, to, I used to joke with my friend from England, um, who I, he's actually a dealer that I set up over there, and I, I would do some trading, and I'd say, what's this material? And, and they'd say metal, and I'd say, well, what kind of metal? And they'd say, aluminum, and I used to think it's the funniest thing ever, aluminum. Of course, you know, we here in the States call it aluminum, and I would say, uh, be looking for aluminum when it comes to the front grill. It's going to be a lot stronger. It's going to hold up. It's going to be non-corrosive. It's going to be lighter. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is when you have the metal up front and the windshield that way, it's going to add, in most cases, 15 to, I think I read somewhere, about 35% more rigidity and strength to the front of the coach, which translates into this. It's going to be quieter. Now, you may not think that that's a big deal, but the more time that you spend, um, initially you may not think that, but for those of you who've spent time in a motorhome, know that the more time you spend driving uh, and the quieter it is, typically the better it is for you. So, Something to think about. I hope that that helps. Listen, if there's anything that I can do for you or if you'd like for uh, us to talk about a certain subject and me to do some research for you, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. My email is uh, james at myrvbroker.com and uh, I'll be looking forward to sharing with you some things to look for when it comes to a trailer in the front cap um, later this week. Take care. God bless. Have a wonderful day.